Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a certified brand strategist and business coach. You might be wondering, why the second phase? The second phase may be a change in careers and learning how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship, a significant lifestyle change, going from stay-at-home parent to starting a business, a traumatic loss, a move, or an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition, you are here to discover your second phase. Learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. To grow as your authentic selves and follow your callings, values, visions, and passions. And to learn how to build a solid foundation for long-term brand and business success. Through interviews and solo episodes, we'll be diving into inspiring stories, life and business journeys of failure and success, and the strategies and tools used along the way. You ready to learn? Grab your coffee, the car keys, or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to this episode. Hey everyone, it is just me today. I'm flying solo, no guest. I've had something weighing on my heart for the past week or so. I had listened to the Joyful Scaling podcast with Judy Weber, who I find incredibly inspiring and I'm looking forward to having her on the show in the near future. But I was listening to one of her episodes and she mentioned the Proverbs 31 woman and her episode was about faith and faith and entrepreneurship. And I thought, you know, I haven't really talked about my faith in a long time and at least not on the show other than just mentioning it periodically. And I thought, I think now is a good time. We talked about burnout in last week's episode and you know that the holidays are just around the corner. And with that being said, we're presently wrapping up, you know, sports seasons, fall sports seasons and rolling into the winter seasons with sports and tryouts and all those things and you know kids in school and marking periods ending and tests being taken and just all of that stuff and we can very easily lose focus and become burnt out, right? This time of year, I think we all experience a lot of stress. And I got to thinking about this and how faith has really come into play for me more so in the past year than ever before. And I thought, you know, it is part of who I am. It's part of my brand. It's it's one of my values and something that I hold very dear to my heart. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do an episode on this. And maybe there are people out there that just need to hear this. Maybe you've drifted away from your faith, or maybe you're just looking for something to give you a little more hope, a little more strength in your foundation for your entrepreneurial journey, or whatever journey you're on. So I thought, I'm going to do this today. And all of the, I just prayed about it this morning. And this all just kind of came to me. So as I was drafting this out, it just kind of came into being. So here we go. So I just want to start with saying that, you know, God gave us an example of a successful entrepreneur to follow in Proverbs 31. If you aren't familiar with Proverbs 31, the book of Proverbs, I love it. It's just got so many great points when you read through it. And the Proverbs 31 woman is married to, you know, a leader in the community, a a king, so to speak. I'm not sure if he was actually a king or not, but a, a very important leader. And she was literally the first entrepreneur, at least the first entrepreneur that I know of. And I encourage you, if you have a Bible, to pick it up and read it because it's, it's pretty darn inspiring. I am going to be 
you know, mentioning different things about her qualities and characteristics throughout this episode. But when we're finished here, if you are interested in learning more or reading the actual account of her, um, I encourage you to do so. I, I find her pretty inspiring, but um, also someone to aspire to be more like. So I just want to <laughs> say, you know, you, entrepreneur, you, wonderful, amazing human, are worth more than rubies. So it is possible to incorporate faith into entrepreneurship. We have an example with the Proverbs 31 woman, as I said. So Proverbs 31, you know, begins telling a story. And then when you get to, I think it's about verse 10, it says, a wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. Whether you are a wife or not, you are worth more than rubies. Your worth is not founded on earthly success, looks, or follower count. God values you, loves you, and holds you safe no matter your earthly status. Recognizing your worth in God's eyes is important for answering your calling and believing that God will guide you along your journey. The Proverbs woman worked with eager hands. She always made sure that all were provided for. As entrepreneurs today, we are called to serve whether for our clients, families, or others. The ability to serve comes from clarity and confidence in our calling, our purpose. You've heard me mention my equation for identifying your purpose or your niche, so to speak. It's values plus visions plus passions equal purpose. If you haven't identified your calling or are simply struggling with clarity, I suggest you grab a pen and paper and make three lists. List one is for values, two, your visions, and three, your passions. When I talk about visions, what did you envision yourself being when you were a little girl? What did you dream of being? When I was young, for example, I played school a lot and I loved to be the teacher. And to this day, I love to teach. I love to educate. I love to inspire. I love to help and assist. And I think that all comes from that vision from so long ago. Somewhere on those lists, there will be similarities. And where those similarities fall is where you will identify your calling or your purpose. Before doing this exercise, I suggest say a little prayer. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, to give you the wisdom that the Proverbs 31 woman had. The Proverbs 31 woman is an example to follow. She revered God, and because of that reverence, he gave her the ability, skills, and tools she needed to serve those he called her to serve. Most importantly, she used all of her talents and skills for the good of others. She didn't keep them to herself. This is key to the success of modern-day entrepreneurs, to use the talents and skills that you've been given. When God places an idea on your heart, he wants you to take action to make that idea come to fruition. He doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. I'm going to say that again because sometimes I think we we have an idea and we think, oh, well, I couldn't do that. I don't have any qualifications for that. You guys, I just finished my first book that's going to publish at the beginning of 2022. I did not ever think that I could be a writer. I didn't think I would ever be able to write a book, but I did it. And 
I know that the book is an answer to one of his callings. I know he called me to write that book. I know it's going to help people tremendously. And that's why I did it. And he equipped me every step of the way. He put people in my path to help me. And he gave me the the wisdom, the wherewithal, the knowledge of what I needed to write, what I needed to write it. So let me say that one more time. He doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. If you have identified your purpose, but are afraid to take action, afraid of making mistakes or failing, trust that you will be equipped. He, God, will equip you with the skills and tools you need to accomplish every necessary action step. Remember, if you don't act on your calling, you are doing a disservice to yourself and to those God is calling you to serve. There are people who need you, who have a problem that only you can solve for them. The Proverbs 31 woman worked with her hands. She invested her earnings. She cooked, cleaned, sewed. She was a mom, a wife, an investor, a saleswoman, a manager, an educator, a philanthropist. How can we compare ourselves to her? It seems impossible. Yet we can because God provides everything we need to accomplish what he's called us to do. Look at all you accomplish in a day. I bet you fall into every job description that the Proverbs 31 woman does. I think most women do. It's just part of of who we are. We're doers and we take action typically in every area of our life that we know we need to accomplish things. But sometimes when it comes back, comes to being an entrepreneur or starting our own business or, you know, investing in ourselves for our business, we're afraid and we don't do it. So speaking of being a saleswoman, most of us don't like to sell. There is a level of fear involved in selling, fear of rejection or fear of failure, fear of being told no, fear of not being liked or judged. The thought of selling brings up a lot of what ifs. But if we have a calling and our intentions are coming from a place of service, we don't really have to sell, at least not hard sell. As you create a personal brand as the foundation of your business and focus on serving those you're called to serve, you can connect and convert without selling, at least not in a sleazy way. The Proverbs 31 woman sold the goods she made, clothing, food, wine. You may or may not have a product to sell. And oftentimes, it is harder to sell a service than a product. Therefore, if you are a service provider, it is important to build relationships with your audience. Educate them on what you do, how you do it, and why you do it. Your brand journey will resonate and sell for you as you build those relationships. When I say sell without selling, this is what I mean. You share your journey, your why, the what and how of your brand and business, and you build trust. Trust determines buying practices, and thus, the more clarity you have with your calling, the more you will be able to share about your journey and story confidently. The more people see your confidence in who you are, what, why, and how, the more confidence people will have in you, which means they will trust you more. I'm going to say that again. The more people see your confidence in who you are, what you do, who you serve, how you do it, why you do it, the more confidence they will have in you, which means they'll trust you more. A lack of confidence fuels fear, but having hope and trust in God fuels confidence. 
This is so key because when you're feeling in doubt of a calling or feeling like you just have no clue what to do, pray about it. God will guide you and put someone in your life to answer those questions or give you the courage or give you the strength or help you discover that clarity that you need to move forward. God wants you to trust him the way you want your audience to trust you. If you let fear of selling hold you back, you won't be able to serve. Trust that God will give you the wisdom to say what's necessary to resonate with your audience and gain their trust. You know, this brings me back to another episode that I did recently, the success equation episode where I talked about mindset plus strategy plus action. We can know that we have a calling on our heart, but we still have to take action. We still have to build a strategy around that calling. God's not going to just drop clients in our lap. We have to take action. We have to do the work. And that's our free will. We have our free will to make decisions and to use our conscience to make educated decisions, to do the work, to discover what what we need to do to make this a success so that we can actually reach the people we're meant to reach. We're not meant to just stay at home and sit on our couch and wait for God to drop clients in our laps. We're meant to, you know, take the initiative and do the things that we're being called to do. He will guide you. He will provide every tool, every asset that you need to help you. He'll put those people in your life, like I said, but you do have to take action. And that action is so incredibly important because you want to do it intentionally. You don't want to just haphazardly do things. You want to do things intentionally that are based on a strategy that's going to move you forward. And it's going to help you build, you know, that solid foundation so that then you can lay the bricks on top. Those bricks of communicating and differentiating yourself and all those things that are so incredibly important for moving the needle forward on your business and being able to serve those people that you're called to serve. So let's talk a little bit about authenticity. And you know, this word kind of drives me crazy, but yet it's so, so important. The beauty of the Proverbs 31 woman was never mentioned. We know she was clothed in strength and dignity, but there is no mention of her outward appearance. Why does this matter to you and me as an entrepreneur? Well, because if we are here to serve, what does our outward appearance matter? I'm not saying we should show up looking a hot mess every day, but show up as your true self and be confident in the gifts you you have to share. When you provide value and come from a place of service to others, showing up authentically, I mean, without filters, um, without trying to mimic what someone else is doing, you know, not comparing ourselves to others and trying to do what they're doing and using the messaging that they're using, we'll, we'll be able to develop those deeper connections with our audience because people see through when we're not ourselves. So fear comes up again, right? What if people think I look bad? What if my clothes aren't good enough? People won't hire me if I'm not as pretty as so-and-so. But here's the thing. If God has placed a calling on your heart, it is important for you to show up however you can show up to serve. It isn't your job to worry about what other people think of you. If people judge you for your appearance or for showing up authentically, that is their problem. God will make sure that the people you are meant to serve will see you and that your message will resonate with them 
and see the value that you will provide. He has a plan for you, and that plan involves you showing up so that people who need you, who need those services that you can provide for them, the help that you can give them, that they find you. And when I'm talking about showing up, I'm talking about in pictures on your social media feed, your professional headshot on your website, homepage, and your about page, showing up and doing video, all of those things so that people can find you and see you and connect with you and and develop that emotional connection that ultimately will lead to a relationship and then trust. I'm not saying that you have to shout out your faith from the rooftops every day to incorporate your faith into your entrepreneurial journey. However, if you are a Christian entrepreneur, trusting in God to lead you and guide you daily is like a daily exercise, right? It's trusting. It's it's letting that hope and trust guide you in every action that you take. When we are running through life, chasing the next thing on our to-do list, it is hard to hear God speaking to us. This is where tapping into your feminine energy, simply being comes into play. Stop doing and just be. Use journaling as a tool to communicate with God. Write your prayers. This helps me like so much, especially I feel like I get so distracted and I have trouble focusing. So writing things out really helps me. And it's amazing the the responses I get. (laughs) That sounds crazy. But write your prayers. Document the things that you are grateful for. Write your goals and needs and meditate. There are guided meditations that you can use so that it isn't so overwhelming when you begin. It hasn't been easy for me to sit and be, but that is why journaling has helped me so much. I can write my thoughts and prayers and trust that God sees them and will answer them. Likewise, I started with a guided Christian meditation that incorporated Bible verses and prayers um, and then it's got, you know, the, the white noise in the background of nature or, or water or even music. And that has been an amazing tool for me. Uh, it's pretty cool how peace just kind of comes over me and it can actually like hear the Holy Spirit talking to me. And when I say here, it's, it's more like envision it where an idea comes into my mind and I can see like it playing out in front of my eyes. So like as my eyes are closed, of course, I know this probably sounds crazy, but it's, I believe with all my heart that when God calls us to do something, like I said, he's, he's going to give us the information we need, the tools we need so that we can actually take action and do the things that he wants us to do to serve other people. So I realize this may sound a little crazy, but as I mentioned before, if you have an idea that is God calling you, he's asking you to do something. And the Holy Spirit is just dropping hints for you along the way. We truly have to stop and listen in order to move forward. This is where wisdom comes from. The wisdom that the Proverbs 31 woman had that you have at your fingertips if you are willing to pause and just listen sometimes. The strength and dignity of the Proverbs 31 woman were a result of her reverence of God, not from her own actions or abilities. And the same holds true for us today. Yes, we have been blessed with talents and skills and wisdom and personalities and curiosity and all these things. And they're all meant to serve a purpose. 
and to serve people that God is calling us to serve. I hope that you guys found this episode inspiring. I feel like I've gone out on a limb. I've always been more of a private person. I've always been like I've had my faith, but it was faith. It wasn't necessarily a relationship. I had church. I had prayer. I, you know, had all the things, but that relationship I feel was lacking. And over the course of the past year, and more specifically in the past, I would say five or six months, I just feel like I've grown so much from a spiritual perspective. And maybe that's because certain people came into my life and crossed my path and influenced me. But I really believe that it was, it's been the time that I've spent in prayer, in devotions, and sticking to or adhering to a routine where every day I wake up, I have my coffee. And while I'm having my coffee, I do a devotion and I journal. And that journaling practice has helped me tremendously in terms of boosting my own confidence, helping me believe more in myself, giving me an opportunity to write um, intentional thought creation or do intentional thought creation and prayer time and really becoming more positive and having a mindset that helps me take more intentional action and more positive action and do more within my business. And anytime we have more confidence and we listen more to our calling, life gets easier. And then the second thing that I have been very diligent about is journaling every night before I go to bed. And some days I just write three things that I'm grateful for. And some days I'm so tired and I'm thinking, I have no idea what good things happened today. And I'll remember that I had a sharp pencil and write down, I'm grateful for the sharpened pencil. But I guarantee you, if you start doing these practices and add meditation into that, and I always thought meditation was too woo-woo and that it wasn't for me, but let me tell you, taking that time to just sit with myself and listen is producing remarkable results. And I, I will never go back to not doing it because it just helps me feel more grounded, more peaceful, more patient. Um, I'm not as reactionary with my kids or my family, um, the dog. I, I'm taking things in stride more. There's just more of a sense of confidence and peace. I, I guess that's how I'm gonna gonna lead it. Anyway, if you have questions for me, you know where to find me. If you've stayed till the end, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate every single one of you. And if you would please take a second to leave a rating and review, that's how more people will hear this message and become more confident and and find more peace in their lives and their entrepreneurial journey. So if you find it in your heart, to leave a rating and review, please know that I will be forever grateful and put your name on there or your Instagram handle. And I'll share it in my stories on Instagram or better yet, you share it on Instagram and then I'll share your post. So you give me some love. I'll give you some love. How about that? Anyway, I'm going to wrap up now, but you guys go about your week 
make it a good one. And I'll be back next week. And that's a wrap friends. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. If you know someone who could use the information shared today, please share the episode with them too. And let's connect. You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Lastly, if you'd like more information on personal branding and brand marketing strategies, be sure to join my email list and the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. We are there every week with tips and trainings to help you build a solid foundation for brand and business success. And don't forget, on the website, you can find a plethora of free resources. Go to therobingraham.com forward slash resources and download any of the free resources that I have created to help you build a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. Until next time, remember to smile.